You caught me just as I was about to take a big sip of my delicious Maco Margarita. <laughs> it was like against my lips. <laughs> I nearly I nearly jumped and spilled it all down my I just have a cream soda. Oh nice. I like cream soda. Yeah, they had a giant sale, you know, where you can get five bajillion packs of soda for three dollars or whatever. Oh, damn, this bitch be strong. Whew. Oh boy. Okay. I like tequila, but uh wow. <laughs> that sounds really oh, good yeah, right now. Yeah, pretty good. Mango is uh, the flavor of the season, at least according to my mouth. <laughs> I uh, I got a recipe for a carrot blue carousel Ooh. margarita, and now I want it. My throat is kind of sore because I have spent the last three hours placing various chemical products in my hair. Oh yes, you were you were changing changing the color last I heard. Possibly. Possibly. I haven't decided. Well, I should probably keep purple just because I have so much of it. I just need to get rid of that before I can move on to blue. Fair. I only have one thing of blue, so... (sighs) Yeah, it's your birthday tomorrow! Yay! It's also my cat's birthday tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Two of the best people in the world. two favorite people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do game night if you would like to join. Oh, oh yeah, that sounds rad as hell. I had the opposite of your problem last time we played um, Among Us because I was imposter one time oh, and we played no. like we played like 15 games. So I was like, I just want to be the bad guy, please. <laughs> I just want to do the task. I just want to do the little task. <laughs> and then do, 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 I did my task. Oh, no, I got my, well, I still got to do all my tasks. So... There's a new map um, that we tried out, which is huge and confusing. Yeah, I heard that the new map is kind of kind of crazy. It was fun, though, because, you know. But I feel like it would be better with max people, like 10. I feel like you could even make it 12 people, right. and it would be fine. You wouldn't be tripping all over each other. Yeah. And, and because it is my birthday tomorrow, I was trying to get literally everything done yeah. today. So I have a bunch of that di- done. In between, I was, like, grading papers... I didn't get to grade late work. I still have to take attendance. <laughs> you haven't taken attendance? Well, because they turn stuff in ah. and then I go and see whoever's done it gets marked present. So oh, okay. I could just do it late and that will be my gift to them on my birthday. There we go. <laughs> I have, I don't know what's wrong with my left arm, but I, it's dead. <laughs> I killed it. What? Um, is that the same one that was having shoulder issues? No, this is, I, I like from my wrist to my elbow is basically done in. Uh, it's probably repetitive strain, if we're if we're yeah. completely honest. Um, but it is now manifesting, and I'm annoyed. So <laughs> I haven't played Overwatch for a week, Morgan. Oh no! For a week, can't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. You have one of those mouse pads that has like the padding that you put on. I your, used your wrist to, on? but it actually started making my arm hurt more. Yeah, that's what I'm experiencing right now because it's like cutting off the circulation to my elbow or well, my finger. My arm was slightly too raised when I used it. So it was like, if I didn't have it, my arm was like, I- I'm touching the side of the desk with my arm and that's not good. But if I did have it, it was like too high. It was just too high. I couldn't actually use the mouse, so I got rid of it. Might that, but we shall see. Ugh, it's hard being old. I know. I did go to the gym this morning. Oh, well done you. And I got a new phone this week and I forgot to transfer over my weights, so I had to guess. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's the bad juju. Did you say you got a new phone, too? Wait, I got mine ages, ages ago, yeah. I got mine, well, not ages ago, like a couple of months ago. In phone years, that's ages. Uh, yeah, that's like 20 years, and now it's time for a new one. It's time for an upgrade. <laughs> but yeah, no, I heard you I heard you got a new phone. That's quite exciting. Yeah, I switched to, like, Mint Mobile now, oh, I'm too. I'm switch which is too. 15 bucks a month, and... I mean, I was on my parents' plan before, so now I, I don't have to deal with that. I was just, I was paying them every month, but now I am an independent woman. I just don't know how, like, 
I know this sounds really stupid, but it's been so long since I've changed my phone provider, and especially since I've been on the same one since I've been in America. I actually can't remember how to switch my number. Like, do I cancel my previous provider first? No. And then no. switch? Or do I buy the new plan, say I'd like to switch my number, switch my number, and then cancel the old plan? No. They have, like, old videos on their website for how to do it. And then also, when I opened my new phone, it was like, how would you like to, like, transfer over all your information? So I just downloaded the app on both phones and did it automatically. Oh yeah, I have all my information on here. Like, everything that the, from my old phone is here. I just, I want to keep my number, because I'm not... Not dealing yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't with that. It's just pain in the ass. Yeah. You can check and see if your phone is compatible, and then you get the SIM card in the mail, and you put the new SIM card in your old phone, and then you have to give them your old account info, oh, and it switches God, over. So but they have a whole video for it, so... Ugh, 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 I hate it. I don't even remember where I put my off there, so that's that's gonna be fun. Well, hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A journey through bad Reddit relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode fifty-seven. And if we seem a little more rambly, that's because we are recording this on it's Friday. Friday, evening. <laughs> and I'm tired. Yeah, week two for me being back in person. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I remember those heady days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, I didn't have to go in today, which is good, but also, (laughs) I feel like now I'm, I don't know, doing more stuff Mm -hmm. at home in, like, fewer hours, (laughs) like in the normal before time. Like how work was before, unsustainable and annoying. I have to, like, get gas tomorrow, and I got gas, like, two weeks ago. Oh my god, I actually filled my car for the first time in a year. I was running on fumes. I was like, oh no, I'm not going to make it to the goddamn <laughs> to the goddamn petrol station. I, I had that old chestnut of turning my car on in the morning to get to work and the light was on. I was like, no, you had, the light wasn't on when I turned the car off. That makes no sense. And then you drive it for a second and then it's like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, never mind. I'm like, okay, cool. Because I wasn't going to get you gas today. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to feed you anyway, you greedy bitch. When I didn't have any money, I didn't get gas because I couldn't, and now I don't get gas because I am too lazy. Oh, like, I like coasted into the petrol station today. I was like, doo, doo, doo. <laughs> please make it. It's funny. It was funny to me. I'm not sure it would have been funny if I'd been stranded. <laughs> well, I've got a few stories today that are kind of wacky. Yay! As usual, but I have a good dead donkey, and yeah, one of these is particularly relevant to our interests. Ooh. This first one is not that one. Oh. <laughs> Uh, OP's 33 and her daughter is four. Mm-hmm. And this is the name of the asshole post. Am I the asshole for letting my four-year-old walk around a store without her legs on? Without <laughs> her legs on? <laughs> like prosthetic legs? Yes. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I was like, is this just a way, is this just what they call trousers? Yeah, that's what I thought at first too. And then I read on. Okay. Um, so I have a daughter who was born without both of her legs up to her knee. She has two kinds of prosthetic legs, walking legs and running blades. She usually prefers the running blades. Well, neither have knees because her prosthetist, prosthetist said it was best at her age slash size. So we're waiting until she's a bit older to get her legs with knees. But she can also walk fine on her residual limbs, although she is a bit shorter when she does. She recently is getting very fussy about wearing prosthetics, most likely because it's hot where we live, so the socket bothers her. I don't make a big deal if she chooses not to wear it, as they are her legs, but I usually carry her or put her in the stroller when she doesn't. Yesterday, I needed to go to Walmart to get a few things. I brought her and my other daughter, Seven, with me. She didn't want to put her legs on, so I didn't make her, and we left. I had her in the cart for a little while, but she wanted to get out and walk with my seven-year-old, so I let her as long as she stayed by me. Also, she had a onesie on, so it was pretty clear that she was missing legs and not just short. Well, then a woman came into the aisle we were in and was just staring at my four-year-old. Most people do, so I don't think much of it. Then she turned to me and said, is that your kid? Probably because she looks nothing like me. I said yes. Then she said, why doesn't she have legs? Whoa! (laughs) And I told her she was born without them. And then she asked me if she has fake legs, and I explained she does, but she doesn't like wearing them when it's hot. Karen, you can't just ask people why they don't have legs. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) 
She started getting more and more annoyed and saying things like, well, you're her parent. You need to make her listen to you. She then asked me why I can't just put her in the cart. And I told her I did, but she wanted to get out. She then started yelling at me about how my kids are going to grow up never knowing the word no. And I need to be more authoritative. What the fuck? Why did she continue engaging with this woman? I would not have answered any of her questions. This is just stupid. I feel like she's just baffled. Like the (laughs) indignancy of this woman. I was just kind of confused why she was getting so mad. And I said, I'm sorry, but can I ask why it concerns you? And she said her daughter was in the other aisle and she didn't want her seeing that. I started questioning her like, why is my daughter such a bad thing to see? And she started backtracking and saying she was just concerned about her legs on the dirty floor, which I guess makes more sense, but still none of her business. I just took my girls and left the aisle. My girls didn't really understand the argument and they weren't really listening during it. So they kept asking me after and I didn't really know what to say. I mean, I didn't cuss or say anything I don't stand behind, but I also don't want to have to explain this kind of thing to my four-year-old. Also, when we were in line, I saw the woman with her daughter who looked like she was 11 or 12. But I do kind of feel like an asshole for, I guess, letting her walk around without her legs and not keeping her in the cart. Am I the asshole here? No. (laughs) The audacity of this bitch. The audacity of this bitch. I, I, wow, wow. How dare you walk around with full legs when my daughter doesn't have them? (laughs) Can you walk on your knees like everybody else? Like, I don't really... I I 100% would have stopped engaging with this woman once she was like, can't you put her in the car? I'd have been like, oh, bitch, no, I'm not talking to you about this. This is just bullshit. But, wow, I don't want my daughter seeing that. You don't want your daughter seeing my daughter? What's the problem? Like, I feel like asking those, doing that thing where you ask questions to to further embarrass the person. That's one of the best things to do when someone's being completely sexist to you. Is like, if they make a comment about... Oh, I bet your husband loves it when you wear short skirts or something like that. If you go, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Can you explain that to me? Then dudes are like, uh, 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 uh. Because <laughs> then they have to explain that they're talking about, I can see up your skirt and I can see you downstairs. So that's good. That's funny. The comments are full of like um, those kinds of questions like, what does your daughter have to do with my daughter's legs getting dirty? And also, this one's my favorite. So you don't want your daughter seeing mine. Are you trying to hide all disabled people from her or just my child? <laughs> just this particular one. <laughs> oh, God. But... Uh, <laughs> I'd be spicy as soon as she asked why and say something like, you know, you look a lot like the lady who ran over her legs. <laughs> Or, what? She had them when we left the house. Holy shit, where have my legs gone? Oh my god, your kid has legs? How much extra did you have to pay for that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Uh, Yeah, just, it's it's a bummer that she has to come up with these one-liners. Fucking hell. But you might as well have fun with it if people are going to be trash. I mean, there's there's a member of my family who has um, vitiligo, which is that skin condition which... Um, where you have like very white skin but very dark skin that's kind of mottled on your body mm-hmm. and there have been times when I've been out with that family member and people have been staring and like oh what's wrong with what's wrong with her skin it's like there's nothing wrong with it like it's not painful it doesn't hurt she doesn't have a disease like it's just pigmentation I cannot mm-hmm. even imagine how annoying it must be when you have some kind of very noticeable Visible. yeah kind of disability. I don't really like using the term disability. Condition. Uh, yeah. Guys, it must just be so fucking annoying. Like, having to deal with these chuckle fucks all the time. Uh, honestly. God. And then people getting offended that, you know... That you're calling them out just, for being a dick. Yeah, and she's just doing whatever. And then she keeps moving the goalposts very clearly. It's like, well, I'm just worried about this. Well, I'm just worried about this. It's like, no, okay, congratulations, you're worried about it. Kindly fuck off and, and mind your own business. to worry about my child? Like, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with you. She's absolutely fine. I do think that there is going to come a point where the mom is going to have to sit the daughter down and say, hey, so people are going to do this and you need to be prepared for it. Like, when she's leaving and she's like, oh, I didn't really know what to say because I didn't want her to realize that people were going to ask these kinds of questions. I mean, she's going to be going to school soon, right? Yeah, she's four, so... So she's going to have to be fielding these kinds of questions on her own without resorting to, you know, crying or feeling different or whatever. You know, she's going to have to manage this. So I do think that as a result of this incident in the Walmart... um, 
she should yeah. sit down and say, hey, so some people are going to ask and this is what you should say. And if they ask you any more questions, you have absolutely zero obligation to answer them. Like, it's your body. You don't have to tell anybody what, what's going on with it or whatever. Yeah. And it's not like, it doesn't mean that you did anything wrong or you're bad in any way. It just means you're different and people will get curious. Right. And some of those people will be polite, especially at school. Like, I'm sure... Teachers will you be know, polite. Well... I, I, kindergartners sometimes can just be like, so what's the deal with that? Yeah, okay. kindergartners are very blunt. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that? Oh, oh, okay, cool, got it. Oh, all right. Understood. Like, <laughs> you know, and then and then she'll be with the same year, right? And everybody enough. will be like, like sometimes it's interesting to see like kids with unusual names or like kids with a certain disability, like. The, all the kids around them who have been in the same school with that kid for like nine years or whatever mm-hmm. are like, oh yeah, that's just them. No, that's just Stacy. Yeah, she's always been like that. Um, so yeah, I think the time is coming for that conversation, but fuck that Walmart lady. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Leave people alone. Honestly, just awful. Awful. She handled it pretty she well. She handled it very well. She engaged probably more than she needed to but also i bet that woman feels really bad well i bet she doesn't i hope she does (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure she doesn't yeah i bet she doesn't people lack self-awareness like it's wild but she handled it well time to sit down with the kids and have a chat and yeah the end and probably with big sister too mm-hmm. like especially if they're going to the same school. if they go into the same school it might start being well people are going to start noticing your sister and they might try and say things to you and you just need to be polite and not engage or you know just ask them why it's any of their business and then walk away like whatever it is that yeah. she wants to tell them to say it needs to be needs to be agreed mm-hmm. upon give her some some ammo to, yeah to prepare because it would suck if they went to school and then they were unprepared for it and yeah that would that would be yeah awful. there needs to be a sit down talk um yeah and hopefully she has a good teacher because that's going to be a significant factor yeah and, and, I, and i would say as a teacher i do appreciate when parents come to me uh, like early on in the school year and say hey so my son slash daughter has th- has x condition or this happened to them and you might notice that they do this this and this it's perfectly normal, just don't bring any attention to it. Mm-hmm. Especially if that kid has been through like some kind of traumatic accident or whatever and, and they don't behave like other children. Um, yeah. That's last, useful to know. Last year when we were in person, a parent did not tell me that her son had Tourette's. Oh no. I know. And so I was like doing that shh thing mm-hmm. to the class and I, did, I only did it twice. And then like later that week she email to me and I don't know if it's because of that but yeah she should have done that a lot sooner <laughs> it just it, otherwise you get blindsided right yeah and I don't want to embarrass mm-hmm. the student either mostly yeah. that <laughs> I embarrass myself all the time in front of the oh, class yeah, I don't give a shit about embarrassing myself but embarrassing the kid by bringing something up that maybe the other kids haven't yet noticed or is potentially embarrassing to them it's just it's just bad yeah. It. Especially since now we don't have access to any of those files. Yay. <laughs> My school district. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> side note. <laughs> All right. So this next one I have is relationships. <laughs> yes. Uh, OP is 19 and her parents are 57 and 60. And just to let you know, this one has a trigger warning for brief mentions of physical parental abuse. Okay. My parents came up to my college and tried to force me to leave. What can I do? So I am a college student from Missouri who lives in a dorm as well as my boyfriend's apartment. My parents came up to my boyfriend's apartment because they didn't like that I was staying with him. A few days ago, they called the cops saying he kidnapped me and that I was in danger and the police came and called them and told them I was safe. Not satisfied, they came up to his apartment and called the police to escort me and my stuff out of the premises. The police forced himself into the apartment and let my parents in, and they forced me to take my stuff out of the apartment without my boyfriend or my own consent. They came up to my college to convince me to go home with them. They took me to my dorm and made me pack up my stuff, and I told them that I didn't want to, but my mom started to threaten me. She said she would go to court and gain guardianship over me and tell the courts I'm mentally unfit to care for myself and get a restraining order for herself and me against my boyfriend. For context, I have ADHD and had ODD as a kid and take medicine and go to a psychiatrist. 
but I've never needed a crutch when it comes to educational and or social things. So ODD stands for Oppositional Defiance Disorder. Okay. I was going to say, I'm not entirely sure what that is. It's because you can't diagnose a child with certain things. So Mm -hmm. it's like the kind of child version of something else that I can't remember right now. Um, But obviously it can have some, it can just be like, oh, this kid is just a little defiant, you know. Right. It's not a great diagnosis, probably. Anyway, most of the time I blend in with other people and don't even know. When I told her she couldn't, couldn't. Sh- when I told her she couldn't, she got angry at me and began to beat me and scream. What? My crying and her screams were so loud that the people on the floor below went to the front desk and told them that something was happening on the floor. She began to take my stuff that was in the dorm, saying she bought it. When I told her that some of the stuff I had bought, she hit me in front of someone in the hallway who reported it to the RA. They took everything of mine except my clothes, dumped trash on the floor, broke my things, and left my room a mess. My RA came to me afterwards and helped me report the problem to the housing supervisor and remove my parents off of my paperwork. I also went to a counselor and friends who I told the situation to. I have pictures of the room after they trashed it. Is there any legal action I can take against my parents? Is there anything my boyfriend can do? Can I use anyone from the university as witnesses to the event? What about my mom? Can she gain guardianship over me? Okay, I, I don't know why I cropped this poorly. This is from legal advice. <laughs> oh my god. Well, once you're 19, you're not, you're emancipated, right? Right. They can claim you as a depend, uh, dependent, and they will, probably. Mm-hmm. And I think you get, like, automatically claimed as a dependent until you're, like, twenty-five uh, out of college. 24, some stuff is at 24, and some stuff is 26. But, um... Yeah. I'm glad the RA saw, and also, like, if you are in this situation, which I assume is not the most uncommon thing, talk to the RA because the the college can help you get your parents off of your paperwork and make sure they're not allowed in the dorm anymore. In the UK, that's student services. You should have a student services rep somewhere in campus. Go find them. And also, you can go to financial aid in America and get some stuff, like, especially if you file a police report and or a restraining order against your parents, mm-hmm. it becomes a lot easier to get really good financial aid so that, because, you know, your parents are not paying for it anymore, presumably. What the fuck? The mom just started beating her? <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. Oh I can't believe the police went through with this fast, to be honest. Well. <laughs> I mean, you know. I, I believe it, but, you know. It's bizarre that the cop didn't ask for her ID, and then she showed, look, I'm 19, and then the cop's like, all right, bye, <laughs> like, I can't do anything. Yeah, I just, th- that's the, I wonder if the parents told the cops that she was mentally unstable, and that's the only reason why they came and got everything out and didn't ask for her ID. Yeah. They might have made her... Her diagnoses seem worse than they actually were. They might have said that she was schizophrenic or she had, you know, multiple personality disorder or something else which could have indicated that she may be a danger to herself or others. Otherwise, I can't see why the police would barge in and demand that she take all her shit out of there because that's ridiculous. Yeah, it seems wild that it got to this point and nothing had happened before that to stop it. (laughs) Yeah, that's just... Fuck. Yeah, and I feel like that's because a lot of people, when they're in 18, 19, 17, that age range, are like, oh, my parents are an ex- a normal example of parents. Right. You know, because they don't have very many other examples. And so they kind of just normalize this and are like, well, you know, that's just my parents. I have to deal with them. I have to do this and this. And it's like, no, you don't actually. Right. Especially when you're away at college and you're 19. But you don't have to deal with your parents That's all, if you don't want to. Like, ugh, this sucks so much. Yeah, if I was her and I was at university in the UK, I'd go to student services, I'd ask what my rights are. Um, I would make, I would file a complaint with the police department as well about how the police handled that situation. Um, because that's not okay. I, I would, I would definitely file a complaint with the, with the police department. And yeah, I think what I would do next year at college is I would move and not tell my parents where I was. Yeah, I would even ask if the dorm, like, can 
move her? Like, are there any open dorm rooms where she can go somewhere else? Because, and and you can show them the pictures that you have and be like, look, and listen, this is going to result in property damage if you don't move me. Well, they'll do it. Not just property damage, but physical damage to her person. Her mom fucking beat her in her dorm. Like, that's not acceptable behavior. So, well, this is, uh, uh, okay, so I'm looking at her post history and it's just a lot about. Her relationship with her mom, raised by narcissists, relationship advice, how to deal with living up to mother's expectations, Um, girl survival guide, which is a good subreddit. And then the most recent one is our dogs help how to get puppy to stop destroying things. So I hope she got an emotional support puppy. Although 19 days ago, she posted boyfriend asked if he could stay with his roommate who he used to sleep with. This is just a whole portrait just like last week or the week before with the the woman with the four kids mm-hmm. where it was like, we know everything about this person's life at this point. Yeah, shit. Well, good luck to oh, you. an update. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, it was on legal advice. Okay. Like I said, it punchy today. Okay, so just an update. On Monday, I went to court and got a restraining order against my mother for what happened. I've been in contact with many school officials, removing my parents from my paperwork, as well as getting support after everything that's happened. The school has been very helpful with giving me support as well as keeping me up to date with everything since there's an investigation happening. My mother is trying to sue whoever she can and she has been sending people to message me. I haven't told the cops because technically there's no proof she's telling people to contact me, but people Mm -hmm. back home are now trying to convince me to come back. I mentally have been happier, only crying like once a week about everything. I've been getting all my documents she took. I've been working on getting money she has of mine, as well as getting an attorney to get my things back. Thank you, everyone who has responded to the previous post. It's been a hard and confusing time for me, but everything has helped. Wow. So yeah. Sounds like she did the right thing. Yeah, always always go to a higher power if you if it's possible, whether that's an attorney or... Uh... Get someone in your corner. With yeah. Your counselor, your school counselor, you know, a psychiatrist that you have initiated a relationship mm-hmm. with as opposed to your parents your ra seems super dope oh yeah for sure and and you know it's it is always nice to have a lawyer even if you don't need them because i know when when i moved here one of the first things we did was we got an immigration lawyer just to make sure that i was doing everything right not because i was like expecting to go to court or or anything like that just because we wanted to make sure that everything we were doing was right and and, and legal and going through all the correct procedures and whatever so it is always nice to have some kind of attorney or lawyer backing you up and just advising you and giving you the the lowdown on what you should be doing yeah okay so she says i was raised in a christian household with my mom being the most religious and my dad being religious but definitely not as much as my mom I'm wondering if she got diagnosed with ODD just because her parents are garbage. Like, Mm. I looked up the official definition. It's a childhood behavior disorder defined by a persistent pattern of hostile, vindictive, and defiant behavior towards authority figures. They're frequently irritable, argumentative, and disobedient. It may be diagnosed if this behavior lasts six months or longer. So, Hmm. it says ODD impacts between 1 and 16% of children. (laughs) Between 1 and 16%? It's a big fucking march. It's far more common among patients with ADHD. So interesting. She did say she also had ADHD. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise That me. sounds like a societal problem we should address. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we should treat children better so that they don't have issues from us treating them like property. Just a thought. Yeah, just a just let's a fix Friday that. Let's fix thought. that real quick. Somebody get the memo out to everybody and it'll be fine. Someone tell all of humanity this is how we should behave. Um, let's see. Yeah, it just seems like more details in the comments about the cops coming and it's, that's just, yeah. I hope she files a complaint with that cop about that cop too. Oh, yeah, 100%. I would do that. Oh, she does say in the comments that she is black though, so I would understand maybe not wanting to do that. (laughs) Yeah, Mm, yeah, let that slide. (laughs) As long as it's taken care of. Uh, File a, file a bunch of, well, file the correct reports that you need to to make sure that your parents are not yes. don't have any power over you anyway or have your legal representation file a complaint oh there you go yeah because then it's not doesn't just look like i'm a black person who's complaining because you were racist it's hey i have the law on my side the fuck are you gonna do about it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so. glad she is getting help and support from people and a puppy yeah <laughs> that's great uh, this margarita is 12.5%, so... 
if if my speech starts sounding weird, that's why. <laughs> well, this next one is the one that we might relate to. Okay, let me take a chug real quick. <laughs> or not relate to, but we we this is our Okay, ready. Is this in our wheelhouse? Yeah. OP is twenty nine and her husband is thirty two. Am I the butt face for sleeping in the guest room when my husband is gaming? <laughs> okay, so uh my husband is eagerly awaiting a particular game come out. Um, and last year, the open the open beta... Uh, last year. Last night, the open beta opened. And I went to bed. And <laughs> at some point last night, he came to bed and got up real early. And when he got up, I heard him start the PlayStation up. <laughs> I can get right back into that open beta. So... I, I understand. All right. So she says, I think we might both suck here, honestly, but let's see what the internet has to say. My husband, Eric, has a tendency to stay up late gaming. His computer is set up in our bedroom because mm-hmm. of spacing issues in our home. And about four out or seven, I don't, he, she says four slash seven. I think that was meant to be four, four out, out of seven, seven. Yeah. nights out of the week, which if you said four out of seven, anyway, <laughs> it's like saying 6 a.m. in the morning. He is up until 12 to 2 a.m. playing various RPG-type games with different guild members. He isn't super loud. The occasional heat-of-the-moment outburst seems unavoidable, but for the most part, he keeps as quiet as possible. Still, I hate listening to him game. To be clear, I honestly have no issues with him playing the games themselves. It's the constant keyboard clacking noises combined (laughs) with the incessant low murmur of gameplay discussion on his end and bright lights that bother me. Especially because I like to go to bed early, like 8.30 to 9 p.m. early. Okay, that's me. (laughs) I haven't ever asked him to stop gaming unless I was sick or woken up multiple times by loud gameplay-related yelling, but I still don't sleep well on the nights he is up late playing. It wakes me up when he comes to bed, and I'm restless while the playing happens, so I don't usually fall asleep deeply until about an hour or so after he comes to bed. It's exhausting. That's probably why you want to go to bed so early. Oh, yeah. I decided the best way to handle it was to start sleeping in the guest room on the nights he is up late. My desk is in the guest room, so it's easier to go in there and do some work and then fall asleep when I get tired instead of tossing and turning for hours trying to ignore him, only to wake up when he shuts down for bed. Eric isn't happy about this. He hates sleeping separately and doesn't like that I don't tell him I'm going to sleep in there before I do. That's probably a miscommunication I could correct on my end. He wants me to stop sleeping in the guest room and has stated he will come wake me up to move into our bed if I keep doing it. I'm kind of at a loss here. I don't think his wants should trump mine. I feel like I found an easy solution to the problem, and if it makes him unhappy, that's something he needs to deal with on his own. It doesn't bother me to sleep alone, and I get better rest away from the distraction of his game. Eric thinks it's petty and passive-aggressive, and I need to just get over the gaming issues or tell him to turn it off before bed. Except that feels like it will open a new can of worms about how he can't play if I'm in the room, and he'll start to get annoyed about losing his way of decompressing since I go to bed so early. Reddit, who's the asshole here? For clarity, his desk setup is too large to move into the guest room. The only place it fits is our bedroom, and he does also use it for work during the day, and it's not solely a gaming setup. We live in a two-bed, one-bath, single-level home. There is no way to change the desk setup for either one of us. Well, yeah, there is. Take the bed out of the guest room. Like, like there, there are two things here. One, talk to your fucking husband. Yeah. Don't just lie in bed tossing and turning and go, ah, 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 until two o'clock in the morning. That's ridiculous. Talk to him and say you can't sleep. Then sell the other bed, put his desk in the other room, and move your desk into the bedroom. Problem solved. Everybody's happy. My job here is done. Where's my money? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> like, it's not that difficult. You've got to talk to each other. When she's like, oh, I just, oh, we I've miscommunicated. Well, you know, no shit. Like, if you're unhappy about a situation that's going on in the bedroom, whether that's sexual or gaming, <laughs> gotta open your fucking mouth and say something. You can't just make an executive decision and then be like, oh, he's unhappy because I made a decision. No, he's unhappy because he didn't realize there was a problem and you didn't communicate it with him first. That being said, what the fuck is he doing up until two o'clock in the morning playing WoW? Yeah. <laughs> like, go the fuck to bed, my dude. Do you need uh. to click clack that much on WoW? I was thinking like it was lol. No, is that an RPG? Yeah. No, lol's not an RPG. Lol is what we call a, a, a MOBA. That's right. I uh, um, don't know any of these games. I've gone back into <laughs> Dota 2 in the last two weeks, so <laughs> we are on the MOBA train choo-choo to misery, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, 
I just, I, I hate when, it's like when I'm watching a movie and somebody's like, what's the problem? They're like, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, fucking talk about it. It's okay to not want to talk about something right now. Like, yeah, it's okay but... to be like, okay, I need a minute, you mm-hmm. know? But you can't just keep ignoring it and then, like, just going to bed. Like, I think that he is definitely not being... He's not being considerate, but considerate at the same time... At he can't be being expected to be considerate when she hasn't made clear that there's a problem. Well, I, I don't like the fact that he was like, I will start to wake you up and ask you to move Yeah, that's pretty selfish and dumb. Doing it. That shows, like, that sets off alarm bells for me. He feels butthurt because she made a decision and then he's like, well, she hates me gaming and... I hate sleeping on my own, so the only compromise is this. Well, I think he's he's also like, I need to just get over the gaming issues or tell him to turn it off before bed. Now he's placing it mm-hmm. on her to yeah. ask him to be considerate of her sleep schedule, which he knows her sleep schedule, and he is putting it on her to every night be like, okay, I need you to stop playing video games. Yeah. Like, you're not his dad. She's not, she's not his mother. Or you're, not, you're, not, you're not his mom. But also <laughs> Or dad. Not his- or dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, like he needs to, they need to work out a system that works for both of them and communicate about it. So that way she doesn't have to every night be like, well, I'm going to sleep in another bed or hey, can you stop playing video games? Because that's this isn't a sustainable system. But yeah. I like your idea of the solution. I don't know if they need the guest bed, but it seems like there's got to be some way they could rearrange the living situation so that yeah. it's not like this. When she says, oh, his desk absolutely cannot get into the guest bedroom, my immediate thought was, well, because there's a bed there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the- if you don't need the guest bed, get rid of it. My, my desk is in the living room. Uh, and then my husband's desk is in the guest room. Honestly, the first thing we did when I moved here was we moved Chase's desk, my husband's desk, out of the bedroom. That's the very first thing we did. We moved everything that was going to be distracting or whatever out of the bedroom. So that bed is for sleeping, computer for gaming, in two mm-hmm. completely separate areas. It's not rocket science. <laughs> Honestly, and and I'm I'm a heavy sleeper most nights, but if there's any light in the room, I can't I can't go to sleep. So if he was gaming at night, I'd be fucking pissed if the if the computer was in the bedroom. But we don't have a TV in there. We don't have anything in there. It's bed, books. They're the only things allowed in the bedroom. Um, I uh, more extrovert privilege, I guess. Extrovert privilege. Extrovert privilege. My freshman year, I lived in a dorm and I had a class at 8 a.m. So I would usually have to go to sleep before everybody. And so I got really used to sleeping in a room with a bunch of other people talking all night. (laughs) 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 So I am like, oh, I used to be. Now I'm getting old. So I have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to go pee (laughs) or because the cat is meowing. Yeah, that's you. She's like, me? She's like, where's my food? How dare you? <laughs> She's starting to warm up to me since I've been giving her cat nip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I am also a heavy sleeper, but I would be super annoyed if this was every single night. Or not every, but four, four sevenths four of the nights. <laughs> All right, she does have an update edit okay. with more information. I'm absolutely floored at the response this got. I posted it right before going to bed last night. Not in the guest room, but we'll get to that in a moment. And I fully expected only a few responses, and for most of them to say I was wrong or that we both were. I want to address some things that came up repeatedly. 1. Eric is not in any way abusive. Yes, sleep deprivation is abuse, but he truly did not see what he was doing as depriving me of sleep. He wears noise-canceling headphones while he games, so he doesn't hear how loud his keyboard or his voice are. He's worked a lot on the voice modulation, the keyboard noise is unavoidable, and what bothers me the most. He works on his computer pretty much all day, so the keyboard noise doesn't even phase him, and I guess he thought the same for me. He has a whole thing about sleeping together, it's very important to him for us to sleep in the same bed, and he took it as a personal insult that I would Mm -hmm. choose the guest bed over our bed. We slept in our room last night after he shut the game down around 10. We plan to talk more about the sleeping issues today once he wakes up. Good start. Yeah, it, it, there just has to be a conversation about this. And I can I can 100% understand that if you hear a noise all day, it becomes incredibly normal to you. Like, I don't realize how loud the music in my car is until my husband turns the car on. 
Because when I'm in the car, it's just that's just how loud the music is, and that's how loud I like it. And I put 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 down the street. It's not even a big deal. But if that's the first time you've got into that car, and you've never been in that car before, and the music goes out the speakers, <laughs> fucking hell! I can imagine you shit yourself. I get that. That yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I I definitely did expect that his reaction was one of just pure. He had hurt feelings rather than you must listen to my gaming noise and then we must sleep together at night. He was just. He didn't even realize that it was a problem. Mm. Two, the bed in the guest room is an antique that has been passed down from mothers to daughters in my oh, family for four generations. Boo. Sell it. <laughs> Give it back to your mom until you have a bigger place. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even hard. Uh, it's smaller than a full. Eric hates it from our early days of dating because, quite honestly, he doesn't fit in it. I want to give it to our child someday, but I do think we could look at taking it apart and storing it somewhere as long as it will be safe and not end go. up damaged in some way. <laughs> that's that's our guest bed, too. Well, not, like, passed down by generations, but it's the one that my husband had in college. And we both had uh, uh, twin beds in college, so we had to, like, squeeze onto that. Oh, that was me and my husband when we were dating in England. <laughs> I only had a single bed. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm single. I don't need a big bed. I'll just have a single bed. <laughs> yeah, a twin bed is well. I guess it's called a twin bed because you're supposed to have two of them. But yeah, I never, never person. really understood why it was called a twin. I think it has to do with either you know if you have two kids, you know, mm. twin beds, mm-hmm. or from the days when couples used to sleep in separate beds, Lame. like on I Love Lucy and shit. <laughs> I, I love watching Japanese, like, historically set Japanese things and seeing the husband and wife sleep in, like, two separate bedrolls, like, side by side. Like, they can't even touch each other. I don't know, it always cracks me up. It's very strange. It's like, especially when they have kids. Yeah. Like, where those kids come from, people? It's like you touched each other at least one time. Wow. <laughs> My desk is really just an old vanity that fits my laptop and a journal, nothing else, which is why it can't be swapped for Eric's double monitor on a full-size desk setup. I do agree we haven't tried hard enough to arrange furniture accordingly, and I'm going to ask him to work on that with me this weekend. Quarantine has been challenging for both of us. I lost my job and haven't been able to work in almost a year due to being so high risk. My field is very much an in-person only type of work. We had to downsize quite a bit and move into a smaller house. I basically never leave our house. Eric is not only fully supporting us financially, he's also the one going out for any shopping or errands, which he never did before because I love doing it. He hasn't once complained or tried to pressure me to go back to in-person work, even though he had to quit his passion project and start working in a 9-to-5 IT position again. I think that's why I've been so hesitant to lay down the law on the late night gaming thing, because it's kind of the only thing he gets to do for relaxation, and he's working so hard for us during all other hours of the day. I don't need to sleep as early as I do. It's just a pattern that developed when I was working, and I've tried to maintain it because it's better for my sleeping disorder to stay on a strict schedule. She has a sleeping disorder and he's doing this? Okay. But this thread has been eye-opening, and clearly I'm not out of line for wanting my sleep. I truly thought I was being a nag and a bit mean since I don't understand his games, so thank you for all helping me realize that this is something I can and should stand my ground on. We talked it out a bit last night after I had posted, but before seeing most of these responses, and plan to do more talking over breakfast this morning. At the end of the day, we love each other very much, and, and if it came down to me or the game, Eric would choose me every time. Thank you for your comments and support. I truly needed them to help give me a better frame of mind for discussing this with him today good (laughs) everything is better i I, yeah it's i get why she didn't want to say anything Mm -hmm. now yeah but also like if she also has a sleep disorder (laughs) yeah this is my sleep disorder kitten (laughs) she got used to me being awake at five in the morning and then getting food right away so now she's like what it's five o'clock why aren't you awake and that's gonna be the next 18 years of my life (laughs) but yeah i it seems Again, like a quarantine issue, like she said. It's mm-hmm. just the situation, and they need to talk it out and come to with a system, come up with a conclusion. It seems like it started out pretty well, like, with their first kind of brief conversation, and they're going to talk it out more. I, I I do think that just generally good advice is no one person's how no one person's hobby should take over the house mm-hmm. right whatever that hobby is whether it's crocheting or plants or <laughs> I'm in this pic- wasting all of my shit (laughs) whatever it is like no one person's hobby should take over all the space in your home and if it is taking over space which is detrimental to somebody else's well-being you gotta move that hobby it's not that you have to quit the hobby 
you just have to find a, a space where it is appropriate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate because most of my hobbies require me sitting on my ass in my office doing absolutely jack shit. But <laughs> if, you know, I'm, I'm always very careful if I'm drawing downstairs or painting downstairs to, to clear my stuff up after me and not just leave a mess. It's exactly the same if your hobby is gaming. It shouldn't take over your entire house or all the living spaces in your home. It should be restricted to maybe one or two places in your in your house and it shouldn't encroach on, you know, where people eat or where people sleep, you know, basic human function. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is starting to do that, then you need to have a conversation about, you know, what can we do to, to make it so that you can still do your hobby, but it's not, you know, stopping me from eating a meal at my kitchen table because it's covered in Warhammer figures. <laughs> it's it's one of those things you have to navigate in a in a relationship is how yeah. can my hobby still relax me but not inconvenience you and it seems like with quarantine and the pandemic she feel, feels a little bit trapped right. too so it's like uh or like i just have to get through this i have to deal with this for now and then it'll be over once things go back to normal but you know you don't that doesn't mean you have to be miserable just because the situation is temporary yeah so everybody, yeah everybody has so many exciting new hobbies now so yeah yeah, let your let your freak flag fly and do what you want to do, but just let your partner sleep. Yeah, dismantle the bed, move it yeah. elsewhere, and then put, the, put his desk in there. Put the bed Perfect. in storage somewhere. Then you have a gaming room. Problem solved. You're welcome. They might move her desk into the bedroom if they want to keep their like work situation separate. Well, her work is in person, right? So she could probably still have her vanity in there. And, you know, do her journal and whatever when he's not gaming, when he's doing his nine to five or, you know, whatever's going on. Um, but if the only space she needs is for a laptop and a journal, does she not have a coffee table in her apartment that she can pop that stuff on, you know, chill on the couch? Yeah. That used to be my writing setup when I lived on my own, is I had a desk, but I used that for school. And I had a separate little kind of notebook laptop and I just used to lay on the couch and put crap TV on, <laughs> and then dabba 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 paint up, just watching fucking true crime shit all evening. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to get back into working with some garbage TV on because it's the best way to work. It's the only way. To work. <laughs> it really is. Too late into quarantine, but I do put podcasts on at work. <laughs> I uh, my husband was like, "You watch a lot of Judge Judy." I was like, "Watch is a strong verb for what I do <laughs> when Judge Judy is absorbing on. by osmosis." But yeah, it's just going on in the background. It's just talking because I lived on my own for a really long time, so I didn't have anybody to to talk to or any other noise. So I just put like the twelve hour omnibus of Judge Judy on while I did my grading <laughs> or whatever. Like it was just normal shit. So now when I work, it's like uh, I have to listen to Judy while I work because otherwise I can't be productive. There's like 24 seasons of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I fucking love Law and Order. <laughs> I watch it when I'm in the hot tub um, at my <laughs> parents-in-law's kind of mountain getaway. Like when we go in the hot tub I'm like, oh fuck, mm. we watch the Law and Order. <laughs> watching Law and Order for five hours in the hot tub great that sounds delightful oh it's amazing there and then she's bringing you alcoholic margarita alcohol lemonade and so good shout out to my (laughs) mother-in-law she's a real one All right. i was gonna do a different dead donkey but this one's cuter okay it's a relationship advice post and it's very short she's (laughs) staring at me she's She's just we're filming at five so that's kitten dinner time and she knows it and she's staring at me like i'm starving her to death uh, okay, relationship advice. What are some cute phrases I can tell my wife? My wife has been suffering with a lot of negative body images, and I can tell she needs a pickup. That's the whole post. Aww. <laughs> that's so nice. Let's see. Tell she has a cute butt. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's that's the consensus in the comments. Every evening when we get ready for bed, I pause to watch my fiancé undress for bed, and I thank him for the show, compliment him, etc. Not specifically to boost his mood. I just do it because it's how I feel. But he seems to like it. <laughs> it's it's it, when you compliment your partner it has to be one of those spontaneous things like i'll compliment my husband just random times of the day like he'll be washing the dishes and i'll turn around and say hey you're handsome you look cute like or or we'll be sitting on the couch together and i'll say oh your hair's so nice it's so soft i love your hair just you know as the mood takes you but it it, it, it has to be sincere and i feel specific praise is better yeah yeah and it's pretty much this is this is everybody saying the same thing every time i get naked he whistles most of the time after (laughs) sex he says thank you (laughs) i 
light. Oh, he plays with my hair while we watch TV and tells me it's soft and gives me forehead kisses. And he tells me he loves me. Yeah. (laughs) And slaps me on the butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's the good stuff. That's the drug. (laughs) This other person said, it's silly, but literally every time I undress in front of my husband, he stops talking like he's lost his train of thought and openly ogles me, (laughs) even if I bend over to pick up something in front of him. I know I'm no model, and after being together so long, it's not like it's anything new, but I giggle and play slap his arm, <laughs> and it makes my day every time. One of the things that, since I've been in person, my husband said to me the other day is, I like watching you wear your teacher clothes. They're all real cute, and they show your personality real well. Oh. I was like, that's real nice, thank you. <laughs> I curated this wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like just telling somebody you're handsome or you're beautiful can sometimes feel like if especially if someone is suffering from low self-esteem can feel like a token gesture Mm -hmm. like they're just lying to make you feel better right but if you say oh you look handsome in that red shirt today like that's a very specific oh that red's a good color on you and it, it, it makes you look like this that's nice because it, it shows that you're paying attention to them rather than just turning around and saying, I love you, you look cute. Like, while that's still nice, like, I love it when my husband turns around and says, hey, you're cute and I like your butt. <laughs> but it's, especially if someone is suffering from low self-esteem, you have to really focus in on something that you think makes them look attractive. Yeah, something specific. Because then they can accentuate it when they want to feel sexy or, you know, if, if you're going for date night, for example. I have a particular shirt that my husband wears that I really like. I think it just makes him look really good. The colour's good on him. The fit's good on him. So when we go out to eat or if he's trying to impress me, he will find something that's the same colour or the same fit or he'll just wear that shirt. And it's like, hmm, yeah, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and like physical affection too. Not like groping in a an annoying way but like you know whenever i'm cooking sometimes my husband will walk by and touch my butt yeah <laughs> and I, i've said not when i'm holding a knife <laughs> I say but any other time is fine <laughs> so that was after that story that we did about the woman who cut her finger off because her husband wouldn't stop groping her and i was like never when i'm holding a knife even though i'm usually not about to cut my finger off but yeah he, he'll <laughs> often come up behind me when i'm doing the washing up or when i'm chopping vegetables i like put his arms around my waist or whatever and i'm like dude i'm holding a knife <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful i'll cut you yeah i, I feel like any kind of praise and it's like when we talk about people who are complimenting women on the street or like saying something to women and they're like oh she was mad because i was flirting with her it's like look don't compliment people on stuff that they can't control yes compliment on something specific maybe they did their hair different maybe you like when they do that eyeliner this way or you know you prefer your husband when he has five o'clock shadow or whatever just make it known. Yeah. I uh, get lots of compliments on my hair by random people now. But I, there is another teacher now at our school who has purple hair as well. Mm. So. Is that a trend? <laughs> I know, exactly. Do you know where I always get compliments on my hair? The cinema. Huh. Like, I'll be in the bathroom at the cinema and a random woman will walk past me and go, Hey, I love your hair. It's really cute. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right. <laughs> Weird, but okay. It's normally the cinema. It's very, very strange. At my bachelorette party weekend, which was stereotypically in Vegas, I got into this mood where I was like complimenting every single woman that passed me on the street, like complimenting their dress or hair or whatever. I make a (laughs) specific point, both at school or when I'm out and I'm kind of drinking, to compliment people if I see something mm-hmm. that makes them look cute or whatever. So if I'm at school and the, you know, when the kids are coming in, I'll say like, hey, Matthew, I really like your shirt today. It really, looks really good on you. Or I'll tell the girls, hey, your whole outfit looks real, real cool today. I think you look great. And I, the other teachers as well, I'll walk past them and go, hey, that color is amazing on you. It looks really good. It, it, it costs nothing to give somebody a useful compliment. Mm-hmm. And I often do it in the line for the bathroom at the pub. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Waiting and just checking out all these other women, and I'd be like, hey, where did you get your hair done? It looks amazing. That color's still really bright. You're looking after it really well. Yeah. And and just seeing the way that it changes people's demeanor is like, ah, it's the good stuff. Yeah. This person uh, has a really good point. They said, I think it really depends on how you find negative body image. Mm. If she is struggling in a way that could be or could become an eating a- disorder, 
Some forms of positive reinforcement can actually be dangerous. For example, if she says, I'm fat, and you answer with, no, you're not, you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. It reinforces the idea that fat and beauty are mutually exclusive. It's great to be flirty and cheesy, but sometimes people struggling with body image need you to sit them down and say, say, you seem really down on the woman I happen to love. Do you want to talk about it? My husband says, I love you however you show up, and it allows me the fluctuations that come with being human. My, my husband always says to me that... What 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 was what did the other husband say? Just just reply. I, uh, you seem to be really down on the woman I happen to love. Yeah. When I talk about it. He always says to me, "Hey, I love this wife. Be kind to wife." <laughs> 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 and it's it it's like oh okay well somebody else sees something that is worth loving in this person therefore maybe I'm being too harsh on myself. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it takes you out of the perspective of, of I'm stuck in this body and this brain and there's nothing I can do about it to, well, other people like me. <laughs> yeah, which, well, like, like also that is like, if it was someone else, like if it was my friend who did the thing that I did or whatever, I wouldn't be right. as hard as on them as I am on myself. So it kind of shows that like also other people, you know, are more forgiving. Right. And then I could turn it back on him, too. I could be like, hey, be nice to husband. Husband's great. (laughs) This person said, hey, stop being mean to my boyfriend. (laughs) Right? So, yeah, it's compliment somebody based on how you would like to be complimented. What would you like somebody else to say about you? Would you like someone to Mm -hmm. say, oh, your hair looks fantastic today? Or, oh, that color of lipstick looks really great on you. Or, hey, did you... Is that a new cut of jeans? Those jeans are amazing. And you look great in them. Just focus in on, like, one specific thing where... Especially, yeah, like you said, things that they... That that show their personality. Yeah. Um, There's a a PE teacher at our school who always tries to match her her sneakers with her shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I stopped her in the hallway the other day and I was like, hey, do you do that on purpose? Because it's right as hell. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, oh, yeah, I do try. Thank you. It it shows people that when they're putting effort into certain things, it's worth the effort. Yeah. Compliments are nice. Yes. Um, Okay. Subreddit of the week is our item shop. Hmm. Oh, no, I have seen our item shop before. It's a D&D subreddit. And it has still, it's kind of like a cross between DIY, D-I-W-H-Y, and D&D memes. (laughs) Of DIY. (laughs) I could watch that show there. My favorite one on DIY is where the person has the glass and they put zip ties around it to make a handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, just use the fucking hands that you have on the end of your arm. Oh, the floating tent is good. Oh, bra of holding. <laughs> this floating tent offers you a cool new way to die while camping. Bra of holding, your breasts are safe in the void. <laughs> <laughs> anti-tyranny shorts plus 50% resistance to the bourgeoisie. I put the anti-tyranny shorts in my group chat (laughs) (laughs) like two weeks ago. I'm so glad they're here. Booty shorts with two QR codes on the ass that lead to a PDF of the Communist Manifesto and a page where you can stream (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Both of those things. My cat came home wearing an armadillo shell. Apparently my cat parties harder than I do. Um, the best thing about our item shop is they will, in the title, usually they will name the item and then give you stats for it. So mm-hmm. feline armadillo armor, rare, plus 15 armor, minus 30 speed, 20% chance to obtain after a hard party. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a forever DM... I appreciate this. Oh, this one is, it says magic hat. It's that beanie, <laughs> the beanie with the flames, the black beanie with the red flames and the and the yellow border. Wearing this hat grants a plus seven Halo 3 multiplayer proficiency, <laughs> the absolute knowledge of all corn songs, and the buff of being able to stay up past 9 p.m. with the bros. <laughs> the uh, fucking Mountain Dew seller is uh, one of my favorite posts on the internet of ever. <laughs> Poison, negative 24 HP per second. Florida man dirts his hand with peanut butter and punches neighbors allergic to nuts. (laughs) Don't do that, but also hilarious. Sniper revolver, rare weapon, plus 10 damage, (laughs) plus 100 vision, minus 25 portability. And it's just a a revolver that has a silencer, a barrel extender, and like uh, a scope attached to it. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Because okay. when you max out the starter weapon. I'm going to start crying laughing at this one because it's fucking cracking me up. Airport jungle juice restores 50% health, five random stat buffs, one random status effect, poison effect, and COVID-19 event. <laughs> 
and it's one of those kiosks at an airport where it says empty all liquid tear and it just says can't stop thinking about airport jungle juice <laughs> I'm gonna think about it every single time I'm at an airport now oh my god it's like when you work in a pub and you're cleaning out the drip trays after a night and there's like a tiny thought in the back of your brain which is like I wonder what this tastes like I drink like. this yeah <laughs> And you know it's a terrible idea, but what if? <laughs> uh, this one with a, a dog with a hand, like the vest, a little puppy wearing a vest with a handle on top. And it says, I almost forgot my briefcase. It contains important lab results. Oh, so item shop sells only items from our item shop. I have been there before. It's in Germany. What? I've been there. I bought a notebook there. But not only items from our item no, shop. No, I bought a notebook there. <laughs> I bought a Harley Quinn notebook there. It's in Munich. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what they said. Mm-hmm. It's, it says it in the comments. You're legit. <laughs> you I have been there, and I had a sticker. I think I still have it somewhere, which says "Item Shop" on it, which they give you with every purchase. There you go. Oh dang! I have been there. <laughs> Peeled limes, plus fifty cooking skill, a hundred plus a hundred aestheticism, minus thirty time. <laughs> <laughs> Took me an hour to peel a lime. <laughs> It's very, very good. Our item shop is just a very good concept, and I enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Spandex open face, full body suit. (laughs) Oh my god, I have so much glasses, I'm still crying. I love our item shop, so good. Oh god. The holy trilogy of books. Plus speech to female NPCs, minus 50 sadness, plus 35 anatomy skill. And it's how to talk to women, how to cope with rejection, and massive animations. <laughs> the one above it is just killing me. Mike Wachowski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my sense of humour is either incredibly niche or just dumb as fuck. And Mike yeah. Wachowski is 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 sending me. Khajiit has rares <laughs> if you have the coin. Yeah, that's how we're going to do our A-boards to promote our podcast on our cats. Yes. That's, that's the one. <laughs> what if we can't stop the couch? It's a couch that's a cow. It's a couch. That is a cow. (laughs) Anyway, check out our item shop to see all this shit that we're laughing at and more stupid shit that is incredible. Oh, dear. (laughs) That's not real. There's no way. Uh, What? 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 The gorilla laugh? Piss piss javelin finds stats. This unfortunate woman was found dead on Parkland in in Yorkshire, England. She's believed to have been pierced by a shaft of frozen urine which had fallen from a leak in a toilet facility of an overhead I actually plant. think that's true. I actually think that's a thing that happened. I'm going into the comments. I do not think I it's, a, it's fake. I think it's 100% true. Okay, so the, the top comment is obviously a joke. Second comment is, relax guys, it is ah, funny, but it is fake. There we go. <laughs> Why would they pick Yorkshire? I mean, that's likely the most likely place you'd be killed by urine in the world. <laughs> Yorkshire, it's great. Just watch. Oh, out. it's a screenshot from a British news parody show called The Day Today. And oh, I've seen The Day Today. That's why. That's why I probably thought it was real because The Day Today is a it's a staple. Oh, good. That's very funny. It's all very. Scroll good. that. It's hilarious. There's also cute animals. There's cute animals in here. There's ceramic axes. There's screenshots from The Simpsons because, of course, there are. Uh, <laughs> gaming calculator. <laughs> the gaming calculator. I feel completely called out by that gaming calculator, by the way. <laughs> I I just, I feel like this is one of those ones you could scroll forever. Oh, yeah. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of the night. Drinking 12.5% mango margaritas out of a can. Out of a can? Out of a can. Where did you get them? Bevo. <laughs> Cut water mango margarita, guys. I'm not being paid by them, but I'm tipsy as fuck. So <laughs> it's the good shit. Tastes nice. We'll refresh you. I'm making chicken karaje for dinner. So Ooh. that sounds... It's going to be a good night. Okay, keep scrolling until you see the soup of infinite possibilities. How far down is it? Is it past the baguette knife? Mm-hmm. Keep scrolling. Oh, here. Keep going. <laughs> it's just a bunch of dice and soapy water. It's very good. Hey, disinfect your dice, nerds. Yeah. Before you start having people around for D&D nights now that the CDC mandate is you don't have to wear a mask uh, if you're vaccinated. The good news is that means that you could get to buy more dice, so everybody has their own That's true, but, you know, keep your players well and disinfect your dice. That's a lot of dice. It's a lot of dice. Juggernaut polar bear, plus 50% (laughs) armor, negative 10% speed. And it's a polar bear that got into a trash can and has the trash can lid on his head. My brain knows it's a terrible idea to hug a polar bear. My brain knows this, but my heart says, <laughs> hug a polar bear. It will be soft. They're actually kind of like 
rough. Yeah, tigers too. Tigers are very cool. Mm -hmm. They're not as soft as they <laughs> Sad mug plus 100 depression. 14,000 people are having sex right now. 25,000 people are kissing. 50,000 people are hugging. And you, well, you're reading this mug. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not happy about it either. Somehow I feel like that number has gone way down. <laughs> <laughs> that was seven months ago though, so who knows? All right, I'm gonna go make dinner now because it's 9 p.m. Hey, we gotta do our shit. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay, where you can t uh, send me more item shop stuff. Uh, you can email. No, you can tag us on Twitter where you can send us. I don't know. There's nothing. Stuff. Send us compliments. Send us free compliments oh, yeah. at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Uh, tell me how fucked up the cut the water mango margarita made you last time you drank it. <laughs> um, at on Twitter at esme underscore c underscore knows as it knows lots of things. Apparently doesn't know enough not to drink twelve and a half percent alcoholic before you drink <laughs> during a podcast. Um, or you can see us on the book of face uh, the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast. Uh, and if you enjoy our podcast, tell somebody about it this week, whether that's by putting a riddle on your cat and setting it free into the world, or, you know, just like tag someone on Twitter or something. Hire us on one of those Skywriter aeroplanes. Uh, there you go. And get them to write the name of our podcast in the sky so that your entire neighborhood can wonder why you wasted your money. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, also check out my other podcast that's probably going to yes. be coming out in the next couple of months at uh, Middlemorph on Twitter. Animals. More cool. news coming there. Yeah. And, and you can memes from Reddit. Support me by, I don't know, just telling me you support me on Twitter, I guess. Yeah. There we go. We need to support. It's it's almost June. We need support, please. Hey, I'm nearly out of school. I have two weeks left, so just tell me how rad oh, yeah. I am on Twitter. That'd be great. Cool. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>